What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, it's your host, Tommy Bunt, here with Sully and Jones. We have a lot to get into this week, but we're going to start with something that we've been neglecting for a few weeks because of the excitement of having football back all the time. We have just completely neglected baseball, but playoff baseball is here. The Yankees already finished up their series. They swept the Twins. They're awaiting the winner of Game 5 of the Astros-Rays series. The Rays came back down from 2-0, won two straight games against Houston, who was the best team in the AL, arguably, this year. Fourth game five in the ALDS. That's exciting. We have Washington and L.A. playing game five tonight, and we currently have St. Louis. And the Braves playing game five right now, and uh, the Cardinals... Got screwed in, or they went off in the yeah. first. Inning. Talk about a series that's already the Cardinals over. Cardinals scored ten in the first. Yeah, nine before the first out, or uh, nine. They out? scored. They scored. Te- they had ten runs and one out. So <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah, that game was. I don't know if I've ever seen a baseball game end faster than that. <laughs> Dave, you must be thrilled with the way your boys played. Took a. My screen, my screen literally just went black. I don't know what the hell just happened. Um, they took him out after four, uh, uh, like four. It was four zero, and and he only had one out. And then they brought in Max Fried, the their other rookie starter, uh, along with Soroka, and 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 he absolutely got shelled. Uh, I just I don't understand. They took him out. Freeman made an error, which would have ended the game, and they took him out with Flaherty, um, the pitcher up, and. You know, free comes in and walks walks a run in. So I, I I don't know what they were thinking, but that's over. Yeah, that that one's over. So it'll be, they'll be waiting the winner of the Nationals Dodgers. Who do you guys think's going to take that game five? Yo, but for imagine walking into that game like a half a half of inning late. <laughs> like you're so pumped for like hometown game five, like elimination game. You know, winner take all. And you like you walk in like go to the beer stand and like turn yeah, to the field Atlanta. and it's just fucking game's over. Well, hope you had fun yeah. with those eight hundred dollar tickets and seventeen dollar beer night. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah, in Atlanta. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, welcome home, I, boys. Like, it just, I mean, Atlanta has such a solid team across the board too. It's just um, you would never, you never expect anyone, but. Fultonavich pitched a seven hitch, seven uh, innings, three hitters hitter against them. No runs last time, and then ten runs. It's just yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a once in a, a decade performance, once every twenty yeah. years, you know. And the crazy thing was the only out they got was on a sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> he walked the pitcher. Yeah, did he? Yeah, with the yeah. bases loaded. Yeah, freed, did. yeah. Once they they pulled in freed from me, did but but their only out they got with with the original nine or ten runs was was a sacrifice by the number two hitter. So they were playing for one and they got ten. 
<laughs> Always <laughs> nice. We got that. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That is that is super embarrassing. So it looks like the Cardinals will be playing the winner of the yeah, the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers Nationals. Who do you guys think is going to take that? You think Natitude's going to get through to the NLCS, or uh, are we going to see another Dodgers? Depends if uh, Kershaw chokes again or not. It's not Kershaw. I know, but he's probably going to come in at some point. Oh, yeah, true. He'll cool, probably right? pitch in an inning or so. Um, I, I'm, I'm taking. I might be a little biased. I hate the Nationals. Strasburg has the lowest ERA in playoff history. Incredible, lowest in playoff history. I think it's point seven. Um, well, played about three games. Well, no, he's got he's got over he's got over twenty three innings pitched. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, no, yeah, but but yeah, he's I think he's got about twenty three, twenty five innings pitched. But still, it's it's just funny because never make the playoffs. <laughs> been, he's been near perfect. Um, I got to go with Walker Bueller at home. I mean, I don't know. Strasburg's amazing, but. Uh, I can't. I can't see Bellinger starting to heat up. He had a couple. He's had a couple hits, game or two ago. Um, I don't know. I just think the national. The Nationals never get out of this round. Literally, I think in it's been five or six years they still haven't gotten out of this round. It's pretty pathetic every year. They were celebrating that wild card game. That was their first uh, advancement, like in the decade, in uh, the playoffs. That's wild. So I, I mean, the Dodgers are the better team. They're at home. Uh, pitcher, the pitcher, I guess, is a toss-up. Bueller, Strasburg, both electric young pitchers. Um, I don't know. I'm going Dodgers. Nice. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I mean, Strasburg's got to have you know continuous absolute lights out stuff. Um, even if he even if he comes you know back down to a little normalcy and you know gives up three or four runs, that still might not be enough to to secure a victory. Um, you you still got to trust, you know, Dodgers got two great guys. Even, assuming Kershaw goes, um, the Dodgers pitchers are just as talented, um, if not more so. Um, and they definitely have a better lineup. So you got yeah. you got to go with the home team in this one. They could um, bring in Ryu as well. Yeah, they could. Um, yeah. But they also have to, you know, that's the tricky thing with these, these uh, you know, last game, game five and game seven of the, DS and CS is you as much as you want to move on to the next round like you have to have some precaution going into the next round um we've seen it you know we've seen teams kind of do that all out thing and it really hurt them in the first couple games of the following series yeah it might hurt the Astros yeah yeah it's almost like picking games in a survivor pool because you don't want to get ahead of yourself and 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 you know I want to save the Patriots and the Chiefs and and and, you know if you, you lose you're out yeah, it's like it's like do or die. So you know, obviously, like in Survivor, you want you want to leave the good teams. Like I haven't used the Pats or Chiefs yet, but like if you lose, you're out. So like, it doesn't matter if you save the best teams. Yeah, like exactly. With your so exactly, you just got to figure out how to survive. Hence the name. So, of the guys on the Dodgers in the Dodgers lineup who have faced uh, Strasburg more than ten times, none of them have over two hundred batting average against him, and that nice. would be. Jock Peterson's 1 for 11. Max Munsky's 0 for 10. Justin Turner's the best, actually. He's 4 for 14. He's the only one over 200. He's been 286 against him. But Cody Bellinger is 2 for 15 against him. And Seeger is 1 for 12. So not too many guys in this lineup can hit him well. Yeah, Turner will hit one out. My boy Turner. Yeah, he's filthy. He's good. He's real good. He's good at th- he's good at it with the glove. 
He's my boy. I heard he's a real prick in person. Really? Yeah. No way. That shocks me. I mean, I've heard from two different reporters that he's he's a prick. I don't know if it's, you know, his reaction to, like, reporters or the way he deals with people, but they both did not have nice things to say about his personality. Wow, I guess maybe I just, he's just bitter about his genes, the... Yeah, I mean, there's surely there's surely reason. The red, the red, the red hair, the red beard. I mean, red carpet. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not, obviously not his talent jeans, but the red carpet. And then let's move quick to the uh, ALDS. The Rays and Astros. Rays coming back, win two in a row at home to force Game Five on the road. What do you guys think? You think they're going to be able to pull it off? That'd be fucking awesome. As much as I want to, like, as much well, as the Rays, you guys really don't play well against the Rays. We did well against the Rays this year. Well, Last they, year. Did, they did a lot better in the beginning of the year. At the end of the year, the Rays started to make make some uh, ground up. The Rays are such a sneaky team. They really are. They're like you look at their lineup. You see Jimmy and Choi, who's my boy. Um, you know, you see Garcia, Kiermaier, Kiermaier, Fam, and Meadows are their stars. Um, Yandy Diaz is hurt. They really they have a lot. They just have a bunch of pieces. Willie Adames, I love, great fielder, um, showing a lot of pop at the end of the year. You know, they, they just have a lot of solid players, a lot of good defenders, um, great pitching, a deep bullpen. You know, they got the three glass now, Morton and um, and Snell, who's who struggled a little bit, but he even got the save last night, came in first and third, one out. Um, but, you know, they have just a solid fundamental team, um, pitching, Amazing! I think they had the they have the best bullpen ERA, so I think they have a they. You got to say they have a chance because you think against Verlander even on short rest, you think they don't have a chance. But Derek Cole is incredible. What did he have? Fifteen Ks last game, seven yeah. innings, no runs. Garrett Cole doesn't allow you to put the ball in play. That's where being a strikeout pitcher really pays dividends for you. Unlike someone like Verlander, who does strike out a lot of people, but he gives up the long ball. They were saying I've heard. People asking the question if Colt's uh, Colt, uh, if Cole is going to be the uh, the first forty million dollar a year pitcher. I looks like he's pitching his way into into it. I mean, he's incredible. I mean, yeah, I had him in fantasy, so he had he had six straight games of ten strikeouts or more. Like yeah. one of only like seven or eight pitchers ever to do that. That's nice that that uh, uh, that deal always pissed me off. The Pirates literally turned down a far superior offer from the Yankees just to turn around and trade him to Houston. Is 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 he a Yankee? Was he a Yankee? Where did he grow up? Because he's a free agent. I don't remember where he grew up. He's not a Yankee fan though, right? I I don't think so. Let me check. I feel like everyone's like, he's a Yankee fan, so he might come to the Yankees. And I'm like, okay, who isn't a Yankee fan? Well, yeah. Like Trout, Trout was a Yankee fan, right? Yeah, Trout was a Yankee fan. It's just, I mean, it's pretty hard to say. I mean, I'd play for Boston for four hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I'd be fucking singing "Sweet Caroline" every fucking night. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think Cole's going to be dominant tomorrow night. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing seven. I'll give him seven and a third, one run. And who, who who's pitching for the Rays? Uh, Glass now, Glass now, Glass, and Glass now's, you know. Glass now is filthy. He he throws bullets, but he's only going to give you four or five innings. He's you know uh, he's, he's still from, working his pitch count. He's from the OC. Garrett Cole, OC, born and raised, Newport Beach, California. Uh, went to USC. Went to Orange County High School. 
I, I I guess uh, that makes sense why the the Angels are interested in. I mean, no. Why he only made five hundred forty-eight thousand dollars last year. Jesus what? Christ, that's what this says. Google says maybe that can't be right. That can't be right. No, that can't be right. Let's use Spotrack. It says he made no thirteen and a half million. He only he made five hundred forty-eight thousand in two thousand sixteen, which is shocking still, but. Oh. In, in total, in his earnings, he's made a, a hair under thirty-five million, which is not, you know, he's he's gonna be making that per year, like you said. So yeah, that's insane. That is insane. He deserves it. I, I think he should get the Cy Young. I know. I know. Uh, uh, I know where the Yankees connection comes. He was drafted by the Yankees in the first yeah. first round of the two. But he elected to go back to college. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Girardi was talking yeah, about the, that. The Pirates took him in the first round three years later. First overall. Wow. 28th overall up in the Yankees in 2008, and then first overall in 2011 by the Pirates. What a difference three years makes. Yeah. Way Crazy. to talk about he's, betting on yourself. He's going he's gonna to get paid, boy. He also you, you, just you turned the- 29. He's 29 and 31 days old. Turned 29 last month. Yeah, he'll get a he'll get like five years, two hundred million something, maybe more, maybe six or seven for like two eighty. You figure a thirty-one year old Chris Sale just got five and one forty-five. So I'm assuming the thing is Cole's ascending. Cole's like getting better. Like oh yeah, he's gonna want at least six or seven years. Yeah. True, because yeah. he that'll be his last deal. Yeah, I think he'll be more worried about longer, free or longer stability than than uh. You more know, money. more money, right? You know, per year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you uh, got? What do you think? Who do you think's gonna win? I don't know. Probably, probably the Astros. But it would be cool to see the Rays do it for sure. Their lineup has been so dead. So yeah. weird. So weird. I mean, I think them and the Yankees just have the deepest lineups. I mean. I mean, you, you, like the emergence of your Donnie Alvarez, Yoli Gariel, 110 RBI guy this year, I believe. You got Springer, Altuve had a monster year after he came back from the injury. Correa working back his way back from injury. It's just uh, Torino's hit I think seventeen or eighteen home runs as a catcher part time. Brantley, Michael Brantley. I mean, yeah, they're deep. They are very very deep. Bregman, I didn't even mention Bregman. Like it, it's it's absolutely absurd. I mean, it just doesn't it it really it doesn't make sense and the Rays I guess you just got to give it to the Rays pitching I mean like have you seen Diego Castillo's like fastball it moves like two feet yeah it's yeah, crazy it's, it's, it's crazy I would love to see another Yankees Astros ALCS that would be awesome yeah give give the people what they want uh, that would and be that would be interesting because Granky would have to pitch game one and it would be at home which would be beneficial to him because he's got really bad anxiety but. Then I think it would be yeah. Good, good luck two. in game four or five at the at the zoo for Grinky. <laughs> yeah, for, for Grinky would be so it'd be game two would be Verlander, game three Cole, uh, four you'd have to go Grinky or Miley, and same thing with five vice versa. And then six and seven though they would have Verlander and then Cole six and seven if you know it went that long. So it still wouldn't be a worst case scenario. It would be the type of situation where. As if, if Granky wins game one, the Astros are set. If they lose, you it's know, it, it definitely pressures on the Astros. 
I mean, so, hey, what you... so wait, so Verlander started last game on short rest, right? Yesterday? Yes. So then... Which is Tuesday. Tuesday, and then game one would be it's Friday Saturday. or Saturday? Saturday, so he would be on full rest. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wait, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, game one, he wouldn't be pitching. It'd be it'd be Greinke. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. So so it'd be Sunday. So he would have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He'd have the full rest, and then Cole would have the full rest because game three wouldn't be until Tuesday. Tuesday. So he they would both be on full rest. So it's not really a, a worst case. I mean, it is a worst case scenario if other than them losing, but it's really it, it, they would have full rest for for both their starts, I believe. Listen, and, 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 if. If the Yankees play the Rays, I mean, that's that's seven home games. I'll tell you right yeah, now, I mean, there's there is a zero percent chance there will be more Tampa fans in the stands for a Yankees Tampa series in no matter what the magnitude of the game is. I mean, they did in their defense, they're a, they're a terrible fan base, but they really did come out in the oh, series. They they absolutely were... came out for sure. But you know who's got more money than people from Tampa? People who are I from think New it'll York be a little more even. I think it'll be a little more even than you think. I think it. I think it will be. Sure, maybe, but I mean. Also, when when would those games be during the week? Are people taking off for for work to to go to the ALCS during the week? Yeah, I mean, what do you mean I'm take it off it from work? What do you mean? I'm saying the road games are are during the week, right? Yeah, but all these Yankee fans live in Florida. Actually, that's what I'm saying. No, well, actually, no, it wouldn't be because they would be the more dominant team. Yeah, they would. No, they would, they, have, they would have the better record, so it would be. The, the Rays would have games. No, three, wait, no. The no, Rays would no, have Rays games would have three, games four, and five. It would be two, five, which would be during the week. It would be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But I'm not saying Yankee fans are traveling from New York. I'm saying oh, I thought you were saying Yankee fans that live in New it live in Florida already. Because when you go to a, a Rays regular season game against the Yankees, it's 80% Yankee fans, and that's being generous. Granted, it's regular season and it's a different animal, but it's not even close. It's like going to an, uh, a Knicks-Nets game at Barclays. It's a home game for the Knicks with a different court. Well, we'll see, but uh, I don't know. I, st- I still like the Astros if, if they make it through it. It's just... I th- I still think they they would got the, as look good as the Yankees looked. I still think they would uh, that home field would be big for them. Well, we will have all that to talk about next week. Let's move on to some football. Jay Gruden out in Washington. I think the writing was on the wall with this one. We saw this coming, but Jay Gruden out as the coach. Who do you think is going to fill that vacancy next year? Who who do you think would be a good fit there? I I mean that's. That's up there for the worst job in sports right now. Yeah, I'm good on that, fam. Everyone's saying Tomlin, and Tomlin's like, dude, I have a, like, he's like, I'm a one in four, I'm one in four with my third string quarterback. I'm like, I don't know why the Steelers would fire Tomlin at this point, and if Tomlin gets fired, he sure as fuck ain't going there. Yeah. I mean, any way you slice it, unarguably, Tomlin is a top five, six coach in the NFL. Yeah. And,. If the Steelers fire him, they're nowhere near as competent of an organization as we all thought they were. Especially after he's had less impressive years in the past. You know, and done. Made it through, yeah. Yeah, and made it through. Um, I don't think there's any reason. I mean, there, there are teams that would fire their coaches that have, are performing well to hire Tomlin. 
Mm. You know, like a like a John Gruden with the Raiders situation. Like it, it, they were teams that would actually get rid of their perfectly competent coach just to be able to sign Mike Tomlin if they knew he wanted to come there. Um, Who Green Bay's coach last year? Remind me, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. McCarthy I was yeah. thinking of that. Yeah. I was thinking he'd be he'd probably be a good fit. You know, he's had the year off now. He's still he's still a good coach. It just didn't work out with Rodgers. Like, it's just got, it's got to be someone who's perfectly signed on and like on board with Haskins as the future. Right, right. Yeah, you, that was the problem with Gruden. Gruden didn't want Haskins. He wanted Daniel Jones, and you know the front office said, "No, we're taking him." You know the Snyder's. Yeah, they're the Snyder's with pretzels, right? I don't know. I I just think of it like I, I it makes sense like the crafts obviously craft like no that's not what the crafts are. It, it, what do you Wait, mean the crafts aren't craft macaroni no yeah right, they are I'm the dumbest person no they're not they're like they're like a uh, they're like a um like he's what do you like what's going on right now like how many how many like um craft companies are there no he owns he owns the craft group. Which is a diversified holding company with assets in paper and packaging, sports and entertainment, real estate development, and private equity. He he doesn't. It's not Kraft Mac and Cheese. I always thought that. Who owns the Mac and Cheese then? I don't know. Let me look. Dan Dan Snyder initially made his fortune with a marketing business, Snyder Communications, that he started as a college dropout. After taking the company public in '96, Snyder sold it to French the French firm Havas, which is one of the big five uh, advertising firms um, for 2.1 billion in stock in 2000 99 he bought the Washington Redskins for 750 million and it's now worth 3.4 billion wow that's crazy but so who owns the pretzels then <laughs> Jesus. I just I, I'm just I'm just putting elementary connections together and they're just missing it's so Heinz owns craft which is owned by Berkshire Hathaway. So it's really not. Fucking no uh, Like Heinz Field, right? Yeah, and then you want to know Snyder. I got that one right, though. Heinz Field is named after the ketchup, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he okay. got that one. Snyder. Snyder's of Hanover. Campbell. Campbell's Soup owns Snyder's, Snyder's and Lanch with Lance, which Merv. I thought Donovan McNabb owned Campbell. Yeah, Donovan oh, McNabb. What? What are you saying? I'm Dr. kidding. The Campbell, the, the Campbell commercials. Just because he was in the commercials doesn't mean it yeah. was a as, of, as of 2018, it's a subsidiary of the Campbell Soup Company. And what about Campbell Soup? Oh, Obviously, my God. He doesn't own that. I was just... This is like six degrees. When I think of Campbell, I think of Donovan McNabb. Every time. Dude, this is like a, a Wikipedia race. You ever guys done a Wikipedia race? You, you both... Yeah. It's well, fucking right it's fucking great. You both pick a, a topic that you have to get to and you can only navigate by clicking hyperlinks in Wikipedia. <laughs> you have to get there. That's funny. I've never done that. It's a lot of oh fun. It puts you down some real fucking rabbit holes though. So you own V8 juice? It says here Matt Sullivan, primary shareholder. I used to drink a lot of V8 juice back in the day. Also known as the lollipop bandit. <laughs> well, it was start, started by Joseph A. Campbell in Camden, New Jersey, and now it's uh, publicly traded. The Matt Sullivan. <laughs> uh, all right, we digress. What do we think about the games this week? We don't have 
<laughs> um, they're gonna be good, I think. How did you? This week was like the the previous week we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh they were good. The, the one that just happened. It's always good. Yeah. I can't believe I took the Brown. I can't believe I took the Browns. I didn't buy either team, and the Browns are just so bad. Oh my God! They're, oh, oh man, God. they're so bad. Yo, you think they're gonna trade Odell? Rumors are swirling. I don't think so. Trade him to the Patriots. Dude, Patri- I, Patriots, yeah. Eagles, and Niners apparently have made calls. I don't think he'll be traded. Uh, let me say it. I, Well, actually, he could be. I don't think he'll be traded this week. But His value's never been lower. <laughs> In his entire career, his value's never been lower. Do you, it, it, I mean, so it wouldn't make sense for that reason. They have, But that would make sense the Browns doing that. They have two more games right now that are two automatic losses. What is it? The Patriots and the Seahawks? Automatic losses. Yeah, back to back. Both yeah. Road. I don't care if they're home against the Seahawks. They're not winning that game. Home and like, game the game offense is. isn't going to look good. I forget what their schedule is, but they have like five straight games against like top top five defense or top then seven defense. They play defenses. the Bills in there. Yeah, wow. it, Bills are one of them. Um, it's bad. I remember looking at it because they was talking about we talked about like o, uh, Odell's outlook, and it's just like te- his next like six opponents are like top ten in in against wide receivers. And the back half of the schedule is a joke. It's the Bengals. The the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Raiders, um, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't know why I, t- I took the Browns. I, I didn't buy the Niners, but yeah, the, the, the Niners haven't the, played any good yet, though either. They like, haven't. That's the thing. I, I mean, bye. they had the bye week four, and they haven't played anyone good. Like, yeah, they're four. The thing is, the Niners have a great offensive line. Uh, Kittle's the highest ranked player by PFF, um, primarily for his. In large part because it's blocking, um, you know they they have a great defense. Really can rush the passer. Very good uh, secondary, you know, with Sherman back there. So I just don't. I don't buy Jimmy G. That's the thing with me. I don't buy Jimmy G. I don't think he's good at football. Yeah. People are like, he's so good. All he does is win. It's like, yeah. You think Mitch Trubisky's good? He wins games. <laughs> the yeah. defense wins. Matt Castle well, was he good? Was he was he good when he was with the Patriots and they went eleven five? No, he won games. The uh, they play the the Rams this week. That's a that's a must win for the Rams. Lost two in a row. Really is. They need to win that game if they want to keep, especially a divisional game. The Rams have a lot of deep issues because it's all it's all their offensive line, and yeah. that's yeah. that's people are blaming. That's the thing is like Baker's been bad. But his offensive line has been so bad, and it's a similar story with the Rams. Goff has been a lot better than Baker, obviously, but with both him and Gurley. Gurley isn't noticeably worse. Like, he's still scoring touchdowns. He's still running for a good average. They're getting behind games. They're running. They're getting away from the, the run game because they're they're forced to throw the ball. And, and, and the line just isn't nearly the same. PFF graded at half as half as good, both run uh, rush uh Pass production and and run blocking. So they're they're they lost two starters. They're hurting on the O line. Yeah, I think going into last week, you, their O line was ranked like twenty eighth in the NFL. Something ridiculous. Gurley is not doing awful for what he's working with. He always had a he had a great line. He had one of the best lines last year. So did Goff. Goff had like a like somewhere to the Cowboys line with Dak, and he's just you know hitting receivers left and right. I like Goff. I do. Yeah, I like Jared Goff. Too. I don't know if I would have given him 120 million, but I Goff is a franchise quarterback to me. At least he didn't ask to be the fucking highest paid. You know, he didn't ask to be next man up. He took he took you know four or five million less than most paid or highest yeah. paid, I should say. Um, 
You think the Bucks are going to re-sign Jameis? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's crushing it. <laughs> yeah, but you, are you going to make him the highest paid quarterback? I don't think he deserves as much as Goff. I don't. I, I don't I do, see, I'm I, not giving him more than like 20, 22. I don't think he'll get it. You don't even think he'll get that? I, no, I, I don't. That's fair. I mean, I think I think that's the number you... I think anything past that is laughable to re-sign him to, yeah, a, long, I, I to a long-term deal. You want to give him one year, $25 million to, Maybe to, another team steps in? Maybe a team like the Titans? I don't know. Yeah, sure. The Titans want to give him twenty-eight million dollars a year. I think. Yeah, I think Walk he'll end on. up getting. I Walk think he'll on. end up getting twenty-five to twenty-eight million. You can have him a year. I'm all set on that. He turns the ball way over way too much. I know at his best he's a top seven or eight quarterback in the NFL, but he his best comes three times a year. And his best is going to be this year with Bruce Arians, which he's showing. Yeah. So. So out of the system. I mean, if if they can get him for thirty million or lower, and I'm the Bucks. I do it for five years. I probably do it. I, I mean, what else are they going to do? What, 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 what other route are they going to go? Mike Evans is, you know, he's, you know, what is he? 28, 29 or 27. He's in, you know, he's in the prime. Godwin's entering the prime of his career. Like you got these, these two running backs who aren't, who are showing to be pretty decent. The defense is up and coming. What are you going to, you're going to suck and then try and draft a quarterback. I mean, yeah. Or or sign one or so I don't know like it's yeah just, you know you can't sign quarterbacks I know I know it's just like what are you it's you're, you're like signing you up you you, you're signing up to be you know the the best year you're gonna win ten games probably but but still that could be a playoff spot and Winston can get hot if he has a he's the defense has been better at least winston has the capability of the low seal of the he's got the low floor but he's got the high ceiling he can be he can win almost any week as he's shown this week That's this true, year but like not consistently i just don't not think consistently, he's but at not least gonna, he has the potential he's not going to win you a super bowl without like having extraordinary other like he's he needs an extraordinary yeah. defense yeah, flat out like he's just one of those guys like so they they i i, I would sign him to you know as long as it's under thirty million, and you got to rebuild that defense. Todd Bowles is doing a good job so far. So, yeah, I mean Devin White looked looked good in his in his. I mean, we got to remember time. it's the Bucks. We got to remember it's the Bucks. I don't I don't know if, if 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 their fans have Super Bowl aspirations. So, making the playoffs for them is kind of like the Super Bowl. I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, well, listen, most Bucks fans are remember their Super Bowl. It was 2003. It wasn't fucking 1973. Like, yeah. Yeah. Most Bucks fans were alive for that and remember that. So, I don't. I think they do have some some type of standard. I mean, half the teams in the league haven't won a Super Bowl. But I just mean they've been they've been very bad lately, consistently. True, but you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, in the NFL, you're either a Super Bowl contender or you're not. Like, if you're not one of those six, seven, eight teams that can win a Super Bowl. It's not. That's not always the case, though. The Ravens and the Giants did it. They made the playoffs. One of the eight teams. Well, I mean, twelve teams make the playoffs, but but usually you think there's five or six contenders, Super Bowl contenders. I mean, there's not like ten or twelve contenders, and twelve teams make the playoffs, and they were both playing in Wild Card Weekend, and they were both six seeds. You normally don't. I don't think most people considered them Super Bowl contenders during. That's that. fair, but I I also agree that both of those teams. Underperformed. I don't want to say severely underperformed, but noticeably underperformed in the regular season. Um, those teams were 
those teams had much more talent than their record indicated, and it, it, it came out in the playoffs. Both of those, both the Packers and the Giants. But both didn't have elite quarterbacks. Correct. They, did, they had uh, talent. You're going to tell me Rodgers wasn't elite in 2010. He won the MVP. No, I'm, I'm not saying the Packers. I'm say, I said the Ravens and the Giants. Oh, I thought you said Packers. I don't know why. I said no, that. Ravens and the Giants. And Eli was elite in the playoffs those years. He wasn't no, elite he in the regular was. season. He was a very good quarterback. He, he was, was, he was he very was filthy good in the to playoffs. very good quarterback in the regular season. He was good to very good, but he wasn't. He wasn't elite. You know, he was never. You know, as good as as solid as he was in the regular season, he was never elite. Neither was Flacco. They felt they had good years back then, but no, you're right. Um, but let's talk about a, a guy who is elite and, you know, did what he needs to do, didn't throw any touchdowns, but 238 yards this weekend on 22 for 34 passing in a 34-24 win over the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, they look pretty good. Aside from that one plus. But last so, point on the on the Giants, those Giants and Ravens teams, what did the, both those teams have? Dominant defenses. They did. That's that's we agree. The Bucks needed that's where they need to they need to rebuild. But yes, back to Packers and yo, fuck Aaron Jones. No, no, Dave. Aaron Jones uh pick up this week for uh Bun's fantasy team, still winless, 0 five, need to win seven out of eight to make playoffs. It's all good. We'll fucking I'm fine I'm fine with the trade. We'll try it. I'm going Jones to Jones isn't. I I had to get something done. I had to do something. After after the one o'clock games, okay, so I had the most up and down fantasy week because after the one o'clock games, uh, I had five people left. Jones had three people left, I believe. He had Christian McCaffrey and then Chark, who combined for like seventy three points. So I was projected to lose by like fifty. Yeah. And then Aaron Jones happened, and I was projected to lose by like two. Yeah. And he literally and canceled you were, out no, McCaffrey you were to win after the yeah. game. Yeah, you're right. After that, no, after, eight, eight, after the eight o'clock game, after the, after the Hilton. Yeah, after Hilton only had like seven points or six yeah, points. That's right. Hilton, yeah. yeah, Hilton kind of laid an egg, and I, yeah, I got to uh, yeah, I was projected to win, and then Baker, literally the worst quarterback Negative ever. Two. Let's I, also okay. not forget that Robbie Gold. I had my own discussion. Robbie Gold missed four fucking field goals. So okay, but I went back. <laughs> Let's so not act like half of them weren't his fault. They were like it was. It would be like a fifty yarder. It'd be like a block kick. It'd be like a bad hold. I think or, he. I think he left like thirteen or fourteen points on the field. Yeah, um, I kept telling him. I'm like, you got your, you got a shot. I'm gonna say at one o'clock, right before kickoff of the one o'clock games, I was going back and forth on whether to play Minshew or Bake. Uh, Minshew's Minshew's the real deal. And, and Minshew had twenty one points. If I would have just played Minshew, I would have won after the eight o'clock game on Sunday. There would have been no way for you to make that up with the kicker. I would have won that matchup. No, that. he could, he could, he could have, he could have won with the kicker, but right. the way it turned out, he wouldn't have. Yeah. Right. It was, so yeah. I'm pissed about that because I needed that. That would have made things a little Minshew's easier. good. I like Minshew a lot. Kicker officially off the roster. Dude, Baker. he was our he was our number one player to drop in in our uh, at work this week. Articles we wrote. He's. Yep. I mean, you can't, you can't start. He's got five, four or five, like tough matchups. He's not, next. he's not rosterable. Yeah, yeah, you, you literally can't. He, it, it's crazy. He just, he should have had a touchdown. Callaway dropped it and like bobbled it up, and that was one of the interceptions, which was just like I was like, I, I took, I had the Browns, so I'm like, what are you doing? The guy, Kitchens, like get this guy off the field, meaning Callaway, but the the quarterback with the longest touchdown streak in the NFL before that game was Baker Mayfield consecutive games of the touchdown, which is 
astounding. He had 17 straight games to the touchdown. Yeah, couldn't get one. Couldn't get one. When Could, couldn't get through. even one. But let's uh, let's let's do our our best bets from last week. Talk about those. See how everyone did. Update the season totals, and then talk about our picks for this week. Last week I went two and two. Hit on the Patriots minus 15 and the Broncos plus seven. Broncos outright won that game, which was awesome. Uh, I missed on the Falcons plus five and a half. They got beat by like 21. Falcons uh, suck. And yeah, they do. Yeah, what and a disappointment. That's Browns 49, 49ers over 46 and a half did not hit. So two and two on the week for your boy. I I also went two and two. Uh, hit cards plus three, Pats minus 15. Missed Jags plus three and a half and the over on Colts Chiefs. So that brings uh, my season total to I think ten and ten. Yeah. Let me double check, but I believe ten and ten. I'm nine, ten, and one. I'm right at five hundred. I'm right below five hundred at nine, ten, and one. So I I went I went two and two and I was nine and seven, so I'm now eleven and nine. I uh I had the Cardinals plus three. I had the over in the Packers game, and then I foolishly took the Browns with the points, and I took the Ravens minus three and a half, and they they missed by half a point. So what do you go on the week? I went two and two. Okay, so I um, haven't had a losing week yet. Every uh, week I've gone, every week I've gone two and two, except one week I went three and one. All right, so you're you're eleven and nine. I'm ten and ten. Buns is nine, ten, and one. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. We're all hanging in. That's good. We're all hanging in there. It's a close race. Um, just would like to say I haven't had a losing week yet, so. Ooh. Yeah, well, no it. one asked you. Yeah, no, no one asked you, but they did ask for our picks for this week, so I'll give you mine first. My spreads, um, <clears throat> I'm going to take the Bucks plus two and a half against the Panthers. I think that is a pretty good one Balls. at home. I think the Panthers look pretty good. But I think the Bucks also look pretty good. Bucks had a good game with the Saints this week. I think that that'll be a close one come down to the end. I think the Bucks will win outright. So plus two and a half there. Um, then I am going to take the Chiefs minus four and a half over the Texans. I think the Chiefs had their one bad performance for the regular season. I estimated they'll go like 14 and two, 15 and one. I think. Them and the Patriots will be neck and neck for the best record in the league all season. So I think they're going to go out and make a statement at home against the Texans. Early afternoon game, not prime time. They'll go out. Mahomes will throw five touchdowns. It'll all be good. They'll beat them pretty easily. So the Chiefs minus four and a half. And then my last spread, I am going to take the Rams minus three. Must win game for them. I think they'll do it. Two, two tough losses in a row. I think they're going to come out this week, and uh, they'll probably win by two touchdowns against the 49ers. It'll be the 49ers' first real competition of the season. It uh, There'll be only one undefeated team left after this week. Um, and for my over-under, my point total, I am going to take the Lions and Packers over 47 Monday Night Football. All right, not bad. You want to go or me, Sully? Um, I'll I'll take it. So to start off, this is this is going to be an interesting pick. Many may question it. I think I'm questioning myself, but I'm going to take the Bengals plus twelve on the road against the Ravens. Um, 
I think the Ravens are severely overrated. They should have lost that game to the Steelers, who are down to not their second but third string quarterback as they knocked out Rudolph. I don't think the Bengals are going to win, but I think they'll lose by seven or ten points. Um, Auden Tate, not bad. Boyd is having a great year, as well as uh, Mixon is coming alive. Defense isn't very good, but... I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sold. Lamar Jackson. If, if you've watched Lamar Jackson, everyone said MVP talk. Clearly, that's gone away. Three picks last game. Give me 12 points there. Um, then I'll take the Seahawks minus two and a half on the road. I know they're on the road, but but they've been better on the road lately. And as we said, Cleveland is a dumpster fire. Jadavon Clowney will get to Baker a bunch of times. Maybe at least two sacks. Wilson Mayfield. Pretty simple there. For my third spread, I'm going to take. Where was it? I'll take the. I'm going to take the Cardinals plus two and a half against the Falcons. Um, the Falcons defense is absolutely atrocious. I'm. I'm not having any more faith in them. Some may say, let's take the Falcons minus minus two and a half. I think Kings Kingsbury and, and Murray are are starting to figure it out on offense, and they're. Their defense played a lot better last week, albeit against the Bengals, but I think I have a lot more faith in the Cardinals' offense going forward. They were down Christian Kirk. They'll get him back this week. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming David Johnson will play. Chase Edmonds uh, was serviceable, more than serviceable, had a touchdown, 38-yard run at the end to seal it. Those are my three picks. Um, for the over-under, I'm going to take... I'll take Redskins Dolphins under forty one. I mean, both these offenses can't do anything. Neither defense, neither defense is is good at all. But I mean, what, what are we talking? Haskins versus Rosen, uh, or McCoy versus Rosen? I think Keenum's starting. They, I don't think they said. Or last I heard, they didn't say. I thought so, I heard today that Keenum was starting, but maybe I'm misremembering. Regardless, not great. Um, I, I yeah, I'm I'm just gonna take the under. Neither team has been able to put up points, and they want to run the ball more. The uh, sure, the Redskins want to run the ball more. Sure, they're always losing. They can't do that. Maybe they could do it this week. I don't know, but I'll take the under there. All right. Um, I got a couple. You guys all kind of took my picks except the over under. Um, I also like Chiefs minus four. Um, not a fan of the uh, the Texans defense. Yeah, they scored 50-whatever points against the Falcons, but they also gave up 30-something. Um, so going into Arrowhead, uh, you know, Houston plays in the Dome. It's a tough environment. It's starting to get a little chilly outside. Um, so I- I'm taking the Chiefs to kind of have a bounce-back game and remind everyone who they are, minus four. Um, second one is Packers on Monday Night Football. I like them to keep it rolling. Um Minus four against the against the Lions. I forget what the stat is, but I read some stat today about like it, it's utter domination against the Lions on Monday Night Football in the past. And Patricia, as a defensive coordinator, also has a bad record against Aaron Rodgers uh, on Monday Night Football. So uh, I'm going with the Packers minus four. I think the Lions got a little overhyped. Um, I know it's a division game, but and Stafford is still Stafford. He can still have a great game, and they have weapons, but. Um, the Lions or the Packers defense has looked astounding so far, uh, and I, I expect them to you know continue that, and I expect the Packers defense or offense to wake up a little more. 
um, with their backs against the wall, so to say, reputation-wise. Um, then last, lastly, I also like the Seahawks, minus two and a half. Uh, Seattle might have the most talented front seven in the NFL on paper. Um, they're playing great, and the Browns' offensive line, like we said, is a complete mess. Uh, coming off, I don't know how much lack of confidence there's gonna you can have, how much more lack of confidence you can have coming off a performance like the Browns had against the Niners and a, a similarly talented defensive line, and the Niners um, tore them up. So I'm I'm taking the Seahawks minus two and a half. I think this is a turning point where the Seahawks really kind of starts to show themselves as real contenders. Um, And uh, my over-under, I'm going to go with uh, over 44 in the uh, Jags-Saints game. Uh, Both the... Teddy looked great last week. I think he had four touchdowns, over 300 yards passing. Uh, So he finally woke up. Uh, Minshew Mania continues on. Even when he loses, he puts up points and he keeps the games close. Him and him and DJ Chark look like a dangerous combo. DJ Chark's the number five fantasy receiver in all of football right now, um, and that's a, a consistent thing. He's not like he just had one huge week, even though he did have a huge week last week. But he he's been great every week. Um, so I, I really like I really like that game over over forty four and a half. I I could see that a high twenties, low thirties type of game, um, similar to the one the Jags played with the Panthers a couple weeks ago. Um, so yeah, those are my, those are my four Seahawks minus two and a half Packers minus four chiefs minus four and Jags Nola over 44. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Lock those picks in people. Do it with my bookie. Sign up with our banner ad on the website. Do it. Help us out. Help you out. Win. Get that deposit. Get your winnings. Lock it in with my bookie. Lock it in. But that is going to do it for the episode this week. Nice, quick, concise for you. Quick 45 minutes. Get the get the juices flowing. Get you through the end of the week here. Well, I have one more lock. One more lock. Let's one hear. more lock. Seahawks will win the Super Bowl this year. Plus 2,000. Get it now. Plus 2,000. Drop the mic. Jeez, Drop that, the is mic. Like, that is a like. That is a, a lot. We're going with locks for Super Bowl picks and... Well, well, it, it's great value, but I am declaring right now the Seahawks will win the Super Bowl. Well, I don't that, hate them as a Super Bowl. That is my aggressive. I think there's certainly value there. Can't wait for the Seahawks to go zero and seven in their next seven games now, Sully, and we can blame it on this exact moment. Right. Hey, Tommy, look <laughs> at my fantasy team. Look at my picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Well. Guys, we will. <laughs> I'm gonna do it for the episode. Enough talk. We will see you guys next week.